Though I'm an employee of Ronald Blue Trust, Talking Money represents my individual views and not those of my employer or any sponsor of the program. During the program, I may discuss market trends as well as specific financial planning techniques and investment ideas. These discussions are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations to any individual or organization. Work with your attorney or accounting or investment professional for specific individual advice and services. Any securities or investment products discussed on Talking Money are not insured by the FDIC, are not a deposit or other obligation of or guaranteed by any bank, and are subject to investment risks, including possible loss of principal amount invested. Good morning and welcome to Talking Money. This is Certified Financial Planner Mike Miller, your host for today. And we got a special treat today. I am live on Keith Drive at the uh, warehouse for Miracle Hill. And we are trying to drum up some turkeys and canned goods for the huge turkey fry that uh, has been going on for a long time. And here to tell us all about it, Yolanda Camposano is here to... Um, She's in charge of all this stuff. Good to, morning. To make sure that we can uh, get people here. So we had uh, most, a lot of my team was over here yesterday. Yes. Helping collect the, the turkeys and canned goods and so forth. So that was great. And so um, uh, tell, us what, tell us a little about how that, how that worked. So you had uh, quite a few turkeys. Uh, well, we yesterday. had a few turkeys indeed. So yesterday from 11 o'clock in the morning till 4 p.m., we got 361 turkeys. That's great. Dropped here um, in Greenville and also in Spartanburg at the rescue mission. But we still need more. We need more. <laughs> we of, need, we need around 290 turkeys. Okay. So you already got that. You're over that for this part. Yeah, so we but total we need 650 turkeys. Okay, this, that's what I mean. You need that many left. That yes, many left 290 yet. left. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. So um, tell us a little about the turkey fry. It's been going on. And it's it's called the uh, Bradley Ellis and Bradley Turkey Fry because I guess is. it's on their radio station on a whistle 100. Yes. Uh, so this started 15 years ago. So they were at an event. Um, in Nashville, Tennessee, and they realized that some community people were gathering turkeys to fry them and just feed the community and mm -hmm. go into low-income neighborhoods and just um, spread the good news of the gospel. And they said, you know what? This is perfect timing for us to do it here in the upstate. Um, Susan Podberg from Miracle Hill reached out to them and said, listen, if you're going to do it, we surely need some turkeys. Um, it started like with 40 turkeys. And last year we fried 575 turkeys. We fed around 5,000 people last year. So this has got to be quite the sight when you go to, because this all happens at the Spartanburg Rescue Mission in Spartanburg, where all these uh, fryers are set up everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I guess just one after the other, they get uh, fried. But then there's volunteers who have to, pull all the turkey off so the people who receive the turkeys don't have to do like I do and get my turkey and carve it and cut it all up and do all that. It's already done for, right? It is quite an adventure. Every um, November, this year will be November 23rd, we will start frying up turkeys around 5 o'clock in the morning. And yes, volunteers are needed and they are so important to us. We start from frying the turkeys, cooling them, taking them apart carving them and then working on the kitchen doing dishes and yeah. preparing the sides and all of that so it's it's quite the task i can say that so could you use more volunteers 
we can we, always we shout out for volunteers? yes so we actually need volunteers for the braking station okay. so we need tough guys that are able to <laughs> break those legs um, and we need volunteers inside the kitchen doing the dishes and prepping for our guests to come and eat the meal so how do they how do they uh, get more information or sign up for that you can go to www.miraclehill.org forward slash turkey fry and you're going to see all the information there you're going to see our current needs you're going to see um the volunteers form and so forth so every single detail that you need to know it's on our web page so this is the 15th anniversary so this goes a long time and as, it, as you said there's a huge change in how many turkeys were done at the beginning and how many are done now but, we're, we're, but uh, miracle hill is serving a lot of very needy people so how many people get served how many meals get served over the holiday and christmas season well, over the holidays, um, we made a calculation. So around 100,000 meals will be served inside our missions, starting with Thanksgiving all the way to New Year's Eve. Yeah, 100,000. Mm -hmm. So that takes uh, a, a lot of turkeys. So even if even if we happen to get more turkeys than we need for the turkey fryer Thanksgiving, they will be used because they're they frozen. Will. We want them frozen. We don't want fresh turkeys, right? No, we want them frozen. And this is something important, actually. So if we, if you would like to donate turkeys and you don't have the time this weekend, we can still receive them at the warehouse and the Keith address that you just gave. Um, but if you are bringing frozen turkeys, it better be before the 20th. Because it takes about around three days to thaw the turkey. Okay, so it's, that's a week from today. So a week from today, that's correct. And they bring them right here where we are on Key Thrive. Yes, or they can just um, take them straight to the um, mission in Spartanburg. Okay, right to the okay, and just walk in the front door and give. Yes, them and just and give them. Everybody knows what the turkey fry is, so we're blessed um, to have a lot of volunteers waiting for you to get those turkeys in there. Well, there are a lot of people driving in and out. It's great to see a lot of people coming through here to drop off turkeys and then leave. What else do you need besides turkeys? Because people don't don't necessarily want to just eat uh, a turkey leg. Yes. So we need canned goods. Everything you can think of that would go well with a turkey, just bring it on. <laughs> we also need um, cleaning products, bleach and dishwasher detergent and so forth. Those needs are always... Um, present i want to say even after thanksgiving we still need those things so last year uh when i was uh, volunteered to help uh, collect the turkeys uh, uh friday afternoon yesterday afternoon where my team was here and i was out of town uh, uh, there weren't there there were so many of us we couldn't all be out here so you guys put us to work inside the warehouse <laughs> uh taking all these uh big boxes of canned goods and other things other food items and and putting them out on the shelves everywhere so that uh, really each of the different uh, ministry houses that you have, they come and, and shop. Like they're going exactly. to the grocery store, except it's all free for them. Mm -hmm. and, but they get to, to get all this uh, great food to take back and, and feed the people that are, that are in their particular uh, mission. That's correct. So this is exactly a food warehouse. So all of our missions, they come here and they um, shop. Yeah. quote unquote shop, they shop. Um, yeah. and it's wonderful and also people can just walk in if they needed food for any reason every 30 days they can come and they'll get a box with um, canned goods and important okay. stuff for the household okay. and but the most important thing here is that they get they get um, financial support by getting a case manager uh, um, okay. they get the help that they need to put their lives together and you know go through this rough patch and conquered Okay, so and a point I was going to make when I was back there unloading all this stuff, we had um, 
an unusually high percentage of the canned goods that were given were green beans. Yes. It's like we get <laughs> a lot of green beans. Yes. So, and that's fine. We can use they, We can they always keep for a long use time. them. But what else? What other kinds? Because people think, what else can I get besides, you know, green beans? So, what okay. are some other options? Um, it, you can get cranberry sauce. You can get yams. Um, we actually have a current need of frozen pie shells. Ah, frozen pie shells. Yes, we need those. Um, again, cleaning products are so welcome right now because of the amount of people that we're going to feed. Okay. Um, aluminum foil, those articles, people don't think about them. People think of food the yeah. minute you talk about turkey fry, but there are other things. Water, canola oil, chicken broth, those things we actually need aside what, from the turkey what about uh, paper goods i saw a lady bringing uh, several packs of paper towels here just now paper so towels what, paper towel, what about paper plates and things like that yes so. all those things we need um cutlery we do need that and let me tell you something that many people do not know inside any mission there's always a need for toilet paper it does not matter what we're doing Toilet paper is always a need. So if you have that at home or you feel in your heart that you need to purchase that for us, we will be so grateful. So I have to tell you a story. So we've had over the years a number of clients that have passed away. And and something that happened to me when uh, years and years ago when my father-in-law passed away, I was in the Greenville Civitan at the time, and the, the people from Civitan brought a care package to our house. So instead of flowers or memorial or whatever, they brought a bunch of paper goods. So they brought they brought paper towels, paper plates, paper uh, cups, paper cups uh, and a bunch Napkins. of toilet paper. Yes. So, but who would have thought? Because you can have all these guests that come in that that you uh, are need to take care of, and you think, uh oh, I don't have same enough toilet situation paper. <laughs> inside the mission. Yes, yeah, same situation inside the mission. I'm seeing that they're bringing um, macaroni. That's something that we also need. Oh, yeah. Um, according to what we received yesterday, we do not need more green beans. I can tell you that okay. for this specific <laughs> event, we well, do not need still, more. You always use them, though. I mean, yes, you, you won't turn them away. No, we yeah. will not. We will never. Um, but at this point, sugar, chicken broth, macaroni, canola oil, olive oil, and then again, cleaning products and paper goods are awesome. Okay, so we're, we're running a little late for the break, but I want you to tell the story uh, about the lady that came yesterday that brought a turkey and asked what else you need. Yes, so yesterday we received a sweet couple that brought one turkey, and she asked me, is there anything that you need? And I said, well, from the top of my head, I can tell you we do need pie shells, frozen pie shells. And she said, okay, I'll be there in a minute. So she went to the store and then came back. And I said, well, thank you so much. This is so thoughtful. You already gave us a turkey. So this is quite the blessing. And she said, listen, I was inside. We were. So there were a couple. We were inside your missions. And we were so blessed and well served that now we're paying back. And that's so encouraging. That was wonderful. Oh, that's, that's great. Okay, so we've got to go to a break. But Yolanda, thank you for your sharing. Maybe we'll get you back on later in the program to, yes. to uh, fill it fill the listeners in who aren't listening now but are listening later so we can get everybody involved in this great event you need to come by on keith drive here in greenville at the uh, food warehouse and you'll see the wgtk van you'll see a bunch of people coming and going and in spartanburg rescue mission the same thing you can just google that you'll find out how to how to bring your turkeys there as well uh, and in spartanburg now you're way behind greenville so you need to you know, 
step it up here a little bit and, and bring the turkeys to, to Spartanburg. I know there's a little competition between the two cities, so <laughs> now's your, your chance to shine, so we're looking forward to that. But uh, anyway, we're here today live, and we're here till 11 o'clock, but the event is until 1 o'clock today. Yes. To uh, But then, uh, as Yolanda said, you can bring uh, a turkey or canned goods by the warehouse anytime between now and next Saturday, say by Friday. Yes, uh, by the 19th. Yes. To get it in here so they can have it ready for uh, Thanksgiving Day. So thank you, Yolanda. We'll be uh, back with you maybe shortly. Yes, thank you so much, Mike. Okay, so Paul, let's take it away for this first break. We'll be back uh, in just a few minutes talking about uh, debt, of all the things we want to talk about today, uh, that uh, to make sure you have enough resources to give to, to places like Miracle Hill. You can't spend it all on, uh, on debt. We'll be talking about that, and we'll be right back. Ronald Blue Trust is pleased to sponsor Talking Money. Ronald Blue Trust has distinct divisions that work with clients across the wealth spectrum, private wealth, everyday steward, family office, and the professional athlete division. The company's largest division, private wealth, is designed to provide financial guidance for clients with an investable net worth of a million dollars or higher. Private wealth advisors can provide advice in many areas, including managing cash flow, growing assets while decreasing debt, overseeing investment portfolios, developing tax-efficient estate and strategic giving plans, and utilizing trust services if needed, all with a big picture in view. The Private Wealth Division has 16 offices across the United States, including Greenville. For more information on Ronald Blue Trust offices and the advisors serving there, please visit ronblue.com. Ronald Blue Trust is a trademark used by Thrivent Trust Company and Thrivent Trust Company of Tennessee Incorporated, separate affiliated entities. Now back to Talking Money. And we are back with Talking Money here live at the Miracle Hill Annual Turkey Fry. So we're encouraging everyone that's listening to uh, stop what you're doing, go get a turkey somewhere, and uh, bring it by along with some canned goods. Uh, you can bring green beans, but uh, you know, try to find some other uh, type canned goods that they can use for a, uh, a typical turkey meal as well, So we, and, and the paper goods and so forth. But here on Keith Drive, so if you're listening to, to me now and you are, don't even have time to come by and do that, well, you can always donate money. You know, they always will take your money, and they can use that to help buy food. We're trying to help feed those who are less fortunate. They're homeless, they're less fortunate, uh, they're, they're, they're battered families. There's a lot of serious issues going on with the the guests that stay with at the different Miracle Hill facilities. And I encourage you just to check it out. It's the largest of its kind in the upstate to doing what they do with homeless people and abused people. And uh, and they don't get any government funds. A lot of people think, well, the government, I'm sure, takes care of that. No, the government, it, it, it's people like you and me who donate our, our time, who donate our money, who donate our goods to come by. If, if you happen to be... Um, driving by and listening yeah, toot your horn a little bit so we'll know that there's somebody out there actually listening that uh, is here that uh, we can uh, can share the share the warmth with which is what they're trying to do uh, around uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas time so I you know almost hate to bring up the subject of debt because you know, it, it's, it's having such an enjoyable time but you know there's a lot of people out there who are so uh, high in debt that they can't even take time and take money to go buy even a turkey for somebody else to, to help them in their time of need. And and so I just wanted to share a few thoughts that I've had over the years on, on debt and why do people get in debt? Because that's one of the first questions you need to ask yourself. You know, what why why are you buying a particular thing when you don't have the money to pay for it? 
uh, sometimes like me, I don't, I, I don't really go into debt, but I'll, I'll charge just virtually everything on my charge card and then I pay it off and I get double points on it. And so I, I've um, been able to, to get a lot of refunds back on that. But some people can't do that because once they charge, the next month comes around and all they can do is pay the minimum payment. And if all you do is pay the minimum payment on that charge card, it's going to take you a long, long time to pay off that charge card. And the amount of interest you're going to pay is probably going to be real high because people who typically do that aren't getting the lowest available interest rate uh, that they could get on the market. They're, they're paying 8, 9, 10, 12, 17% interest and sometimes even higher than that, especially if it's a retail company's charge card. It just is uh, phenomenal uh, and amazing how much some people pay in interest because they can't afford to pay it. So but does that mean you should never go into debt? Well, I don't agree with that. Uh, I think there are legitimate times to use debt that can be to your advantage. I know there are some financial commentators, uh, financial people that are pretty well known that say never, never, ever go into debt. Uh, and so I'll give you one example of uh, one situation where this uh, lady who had a young girl, young lady who had, had finished college and she was about to start a new job and the job was uh, downtown in the city where she lived, wasn't Greenville. And so she was asking the financial advisor, should I go into debt to buy a car so that I can get back and forth to work? And the advisor's um, remark back to her was, and recommendation back to her, in, 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 I, and I don't even think it was done in a facetious way, was, I guess you'd be riding a bike to work. So to, to have a single female and tell them that, no, you should not go into debt to buy a car, uh, to get back and forth to work, I think, is is not a uh, good piece of advice. So there has to be some common sense in all this as well. But there are so many people that abuse it that the general advice of don't go into debt is probably a good idea for most people. But you still have to be very, very careful. So what is your lifestyle? Why is it that you uh, buy what you buy and, and, and charge it and don't pay it off right away and you go into debt to do that? So whether it's a starting a business, buying a house, buying a car, making an investment, uh, all those things that are, are, are types of transactions people use that they may go into debt for, and whether they should or not is a, is a big question. And I think uh, that God has some certainly some things to say about that in the, as our Harley drives by here. To, <laughs> so you can tell we are live here out on uh, Keith Drive. So uh, we still want you to stop by here to drop off some turkeys. Well. This, this past week, it was very timely, uh, Zach Fulmer, who is the managing director of the Ronald Blue Trust office in Orlando, uh, wrote a short blog um, that I thought would be very appropriate to read to you here today because it fits very well with what we're talking about on uh, debt and how much to use debt and so forth. And I was just telling Angela how great it was the wind wasn't blowing and my papers weren't going anywhere. And then the wind blows and blows my papers away. So it's the, the blog is entitled, What is Your Materiality Threshold? What is your materiality threshold? So he says, have you ever heard of the concept of a materiality threshold? Simply put, it's financial industry terminology for how much you personally consider to be a lot. As a financial advisor who has advised countless clients on topics concerning money, I've observed that people define a lot quite differently. For example, to some, a $100 dinner out is expensive, and to others, it's quite normal. Furthermore, we often determine our own materiality threshold by trying to keep up with or compare ourselves to peers or neighbors, or by spending based, just, uh, based on justifications we've made in our own minds. 
First Chronicles 29.11 tells us that everything in the heavens and earth belongs to the Lord. According to our founder, Ron Blue, the implication of that acknowledgement is that every spending decision is a spiritual decision. If we truly see ourselves as stewards of God's resources, then each time a dollar arrives in or leaves our hand, there are spiritual implications. However, with regard to lifestyle, there is very little, if any, direction on discerning how much is too much. Living expenses are just as important as the other issues, uses of money and equal in priority. My sense is that our Father intentionally, God, our Father, intentionally does not prescribe a right lifestyle. Rather, in earnest pursuit of intimacy with his children, he leaves the issue open for discussion, hoping that we prayerfully seek his wisdom. A deeper understanding of how he'd like God, like you, to steward your resources brings with it contentment, whether materially rich or materially poor. As you seek to answer your personal lifestyle questions and even consider your personal materiality threshold, rest assured that Christ will give you the strength to find contentment if it is him that you seek first. I'm not saying, quote, I'm not saying this because I am in need, for I've learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what is to be in need, what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. That's Philippians 4, 11 to 13. And there's a little bit more. I get my pages unstuck here together. Jesus knew that money and possessions would be a chief competitor for our heart. And thus the answer to the lifestyle question lies not in the comparison or justification, but rather in purpose. You see, he desires that your lifestyle reflect the plans he has for your life. I invite you with each passing prayer to learn to be equally content, whether you have increasingly more resources or increasingly less, so that your lifestyle truly reflects your God-ordained purpose. And I think that's where, when, it, when you're talking about... Um, uh, debt and going into debt, it, it comes back to your heart, your desire, uh, and making sure that you're doing, you're in line with what God wants you to do. Uh, and we'll talk more about that and how it, uh, it affects your decisions and how going into too much debt can certainly affect your decision later and what God may be calling you to do, but you can't because you're so much in debt, you've got to keep doing what you're doing to maintain that lifestyle and not, not go bankrupt on that. All right, so when we come back with Talking Money, we'll talk a little bit more about debt. And as we continue the, uh, the turkey gathering here on Keith Drive for the Miracle Hill Annual Turkey Fry, I hope you bring, bring your turkeys and canned goods by. We'd love to see you. We'll be right back after this break. Ronald Blue Trust is pleased to sponsor Talking Money. Ronald Blue Trust has distinct divisions that work with clients across the wealth spectrum. One division is Everyday Steward, which serves clients who are just getting started to those with an investable net worth ranging from $100,000 up to a million. For those desiring objective, biblical principles in their investments, cash flow management, financial planning, which includes retirement, insurance, tax, and estate, and their giving, Ronald Blue Trust's Everyday Steward advisors can serve as their clients' stewardship coaches so they can focus on a living a life of purpose. For more information about Everyday Stewart and the other divisions of Ronald Blue Trust, they can be found at ronblue.com. Ronald Blue Trust is a trademark used by Thrivent Trust Company and Thrivent Trust Company of Tennessee Incorporated, separate affiliated entities. Now back to Talking Money. 
And welcome back to Talking Money. This is Mike Miller, your host for today. We're doing a special live remote broadcast here on Keith Drive in Greenville, South Carolina at the Miracle Hill Food Warehouse. And if you come by Keith Drive, uh, it's not too far from the law enforcement maintenance facility down there and not too far from the Greenville Humane Society. We're right there in between those two. Uh, got plenty of plenty of spaces to come through here and, and drop off your turkeys. So we'd love to have uh, turkeys and canned goods and even paper goods, uh, paper towels, paper plates, paper cups, uh, napkins, all those kind of things that would be helpful for the people who are, are, are needing in our community to help them this holiday season, Thanksgiving and Christmas, to have an enjoyable time and, and not uh, go without. So we're here to do that. So we would appreciate you doing that. This is the largest event of its kind uh, and it's its largest community feeding event uh, in the upstate of South Carolina. We've been doing it now. This is the 15th year that the Ellis and Bradley uh, turkey fry has been going on. These turkeys get uh, fried up in Spartanburg uh, next week, next weekend, uh, and then they'll be ready to go for Thanksgiving, which hard to believe that that's a week from Thursday is Thanksgiving. And then uh, four weeks from then, it's Christmas. And then, of course, it's New Year's, and then it'll be cold and dreary and all that all the time. But anyway, we won't worry about that yet. We'll, let's, let's concentrate on the positive stuff now. So we want you to drive by, say hello, or if you can't do all that, then, then just go online and either go by and drop some, some funds off or, or submit some money. Uh, just go to miraclehill.org and go to the Donate column donate button and then you can uh, and they can always use the funds later on another truck just pulled out brought a bunch of stuff got a pickup truck full of, of all kind of goodies it looks like so we've got volunteers that are helping our team was out here yesterday uh, collecting i think uh, 300 and some turkeys helping collect that so a lot of good stuff so we appreciate uh all the the people who are are helping contribute to this fine cause every year so we're talking in in between talking about the turkey fry we're talking about uh debt and and why would you go into debt and what's the bible say about debt so a real popular passage that um, we often hear about that it's in romans 13 it's verse 8 it says owe nothing to anyone except to love one another for he who loves his neighbor has fulfilled the law so owe nothing to anyone and some have used that uh, strictly to say well then you should never go into debt for anything and others interpret that as i would that means you better not be to where you default on that debt where you owe them and you can't pay. So if you're paying, then then uh, I think you're still within the lines of Scripture. But it's open to interpretation, and, and that's why uh, God allows us to, to have our own thoughts about things like that, and God leads us in different ways. But unfortunately, many people that have gone into debt, too many that I've seen over the years, have gone so far into debt that it just it uh, wreaks havoc on their marriage, it wreaks havoc on their lifestyle, it, uh, it causes them to do things they wouldn't normally do, it, it causes them to not not pursue things that they really know God wants them to pursue because they can't because they're so far in debt. And so that leads me to the next verse, Philippians 4, 6. Be anxious for nothing. Some people just say that. Don't worry about it. No. So, but in everything by prayer and supplication, and a lot of people leave this part out, with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. And so... So you, you put your needs before uh, our Father in heaven, and, and he supplies those needs for those who believe and trust in him. Proverbs 22, 26, and 27, do not be among those who give pledges, among those who become guarantees for debts. If you have nothing with which to pay, why should he take your bed from under you? So there's a little uh, scripture reference about when you're the guarantee for someone. Now, I've been the guarantee for, for things before when uh, with some of my family members who needed something 
Um, but you got to remember what I would tell people when they do that, that they are essentially making a gift. When you, when you loan money to a child, I would always consider that a gift. And then if you get it back, that's great. But uh, I wouldn't plan on it because um, it happens so many times that they don't pay that back. So is debt ever actually justified? Can you ever use debt? So people use it, I think, most frequently and most uh, commonly to buy a house. Uh, because you, if, you, if you tried to save enough money over the years to, pay for, to buy a house for cash, uh, you may never get that house. You may be retirement age by the time you get uh, that house because of how long it takes to uh, save money for that. I didn't know one, one couple, one family... He was determined not to go into debt to to uh, to buy his house, and so when uh, so he just decided he was going to build it on his own and pay for it in cash as he could uh, as he could afford to do that. I don't know how many years it took him. It took him 15 years maybe to to build that house. Uh, so he finally had it. But uh, you know if he had gone into to a debt or took a mortgage for that house and and bought it initially. By the time 15 years came along, the growth it happened to be the equity increase in value of that home would have more than offset the cost of those those loans, even at a higher interest rate, because the real estate has gone up so much over that time. So I I am used to people that will tell us sometimes, "Oh, I'm completely, I'm completely out of debt, oh, except for my house." Well, then you're not completely out of debt. You still have a house to to pay for, but usually those those um, Interest rates are lower, and you can tax deduct the rate, so it makes the interest even lower. But nowadays, people aren't even able to deduct the mortgage on their home loan because the standard deduction is so high that it, it still falls below that uh, limit of of what the uh, the deduction already gives you. So then you don't you don't really have any advantage of that. So that's for most people, not a reason to have a loan because I get a tax advantage to it because you typically don't get the tax advantage for that. Um, but still, I think um, it's not a bad idea in this day and age, especially to get these low rates uh, and, to, um, and to, to build a house and, and get your family in something that's nice. You just have to assume that the cost of the loan is part of the cost of the house. And nowadays, with the, when you go to buy a, a, even look at a house, it's already under contract before you get a chance to to even put a bid on it, which is kind of crazy. I think a lot of a lot of Northerners or Californians come in our way that are used to spending a lot more for houses and don't mind bidding up those prices. So that's that's going to negatively affect us. But it, that's just the fact of life. That what goes on. So uh, being pre-approved, being able to have enough money to set aside for a, a down payment that's going to keep you from being subject to the PMI. Uh, that uh, mortgage insurance that they require for things like that it's uh, is really a a good thing so I've got my um, oldest grandson Dawson walking up toward the tent and Milo is walking up toward the tent the second oldest and Camden is over at the car he's bringing me a piece of paper ah they're bringing me receipts for all the stuff that they bought for the turkey fry today so that is great. So always fun to see them. And I'll probably lose my concentration here <laughs> soon. And uh, my son David and, and daughter-in-law Elizabeth are here with them. And they're all dropped off some uh, goods. You want to pop on the microphone real quick, David? We'll see what uh, what the boys did. And I don't know if Dawson, he probably doesn't want to speak to it. You're, you're old. <laughs> and Camden, Camden, actually, he wants to talk. He's already saying something. 
So thanks for coming by, David. Yeah, I'll do an impromptu radio <laughs> interview. So the boys had a great time learning on how to uh, donate food for the Miracle Hill uh, turkey fry. And they helped uh, pick out the turkeys and some canned goods. And, yeah, they wanted to be responsible for something, so we let them carry the receipts. <laughs> so they carried the receipts to me. And I thought maybe proud. they had another check or something, but it's just... It's yeah. <laughs> so this, this their allowance isn't that big. <laughs> so it's always fun. And so they were able to go in and help pick, and they knew what they were they were picking out the food for? Um, yeah. They, they, we told them it was a donation for our friends. <laughs> That was Camden. That's the he's, yeah. the, he's the youngest. Yeah. The, oh, there's Dawson. Yeah. No, that's Milo. Want to get his uh, debut on the radio? His 15 <laughs> seconds of fame. Yeah. Well, that was like three seconds of fame. But uh, either way. So uh, yeah, we want you to join them and, and stop by sometime and and bring some turkeys. A lot of cars coming and going, uh, but we want you to be part of it. Don't want you to get discouraged and thinking there's too many cars out here already and we can't. Uh, there's no room for you. There's always room. No, it's super easy. We just pull up, and the volunteers helped us get everything out of the car. And, um, yeah, everyone's really appreciative. Yeah. Okay, that's good. You can even get a receipt if you need to, I think. They, they can give you. But most people don't need receipts anymore. Like I said earlier, the standard deduction is so high. I see people getting receipts when they drop things off at the Miracle Hill thrift stores. Uh, and and I'm, I'm tempted to ask them sometime, do you really... Uh, need that receipt because you're probably not tax deducting your your uh, contribution anyway because the standard deduction is so high. But uh, anyway, it's it's worth getting just in case you can't. So does, does Camden want to say? Uh, Camden wants to say a word or two into the microphone. No, he just wants to eat. <laughs> so too bad we don't have FaceTime video for that, so we can uh, see what's see what's uh, what they're doing. But they're always a, a ball of fun. They were they were. Uh, Grandma and me out, G, G mom and G pop, they wore us out, but uh, we have fun doing it. So not not a better way to get worn out. All right. So any other thoughts, David? That's before you get you off. We're about to go to our break, our last break. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Say happy Thanksgiving. Can you talk? They got uh, now, they got microphone they're, shy. They're they're never quiet <laughs> until you want them to say something. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> that's that's close enough. Okay, so we come back. Uh, Yolanda's going to join me again. She has a couple other um, words she'd like to share with uh, our listeners about um, volunteering and so forth to make sure that's done correctly. Uh, so um, we'll be right back. Ronald Blue Trust is pleased to sponsor Talking Money. Ronald Blue Trust has distinct divisions that work with clients across the wealth spectrum, private wealth, everyday steward, family office, and the professional athlete division. The company's largest division, Private Wealth, is designed to provide financial guidance for clients with an investable net worth of a million dollars or higher. Private Wealth Advisors can provide advice in many areas, including managing cash flow, growing assets while decreasing debt, overseeing investment portfolios, developing tax-efficient estate and strategic giving plans, and utilizing trust services if needed, all with a big picture in view. The Private Wealth Division has 16 offices across the United States, including Greenville. For more information on Ronald Blue Trust offices and the advisors serving there, please visit ronblue.com. Ronald Blue Trust is a trademark used by Thrivent Trust Company and Thrivent Trust Company of Tennessee Incorporated, separate affiliated entities. Now back to Talking Money. 
And welcome back to Talking Money. We've got about the 11 minutes here left on the live program where I'm, I'm broadcasting live on from Keith Drive at the Miracle Hill Warehouse. And we'd love to have you come by. And if you just don't happen to be able to make it by until 11 o'clock, which, of course, they kicked me off the air at 11 o'clock, uh, the volunteers will be here till 1 o'clock today at this warehouse and at the um, Spartanburg Rescue Mission. So 1 o'clock there, too. Right, Yolanda? One yes, that's both correct. Both places. To bring all the stuff we talked about. If you missed the first part of the broadcast, uh, sorry about that. We're, we're trying to give you as much information as we can to make this a successful event. And based on the number of cars I see coming and going, it looks Pretty good, pretty strong. It looks pretty good, yes. That's a big blessing. So one of the things we talked about at the top of the hour when you were on was how to volunteer. And you gave the website miraclehill.org. Slash turkey fry. Slash turkey fry. And uh, and I mentioned while you were gone that uh, if they wanted just to donate, there's a donate button on the miraclehill.org website that you can just give cash. Yes. We, we take money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All the time because we're not no government funds here. So just to operate the buildings, electricity, and staff, all the stuff that goes, yes. all the staff that goes on, that we need funds every month. So we we appreciate those who are regular monthly givers to Miracle Hill, and and of course those who give as they can. Mm -hmm. Which, as I've been talking about debt, if you get too much in debt, then you can't really afford to, to help ministries like this. So we encourage you to do do that. And one other thing I'll mention before, before Yolanda answers the question is. One of the best things, and we talked about this last week when Mark Elon was with me talking about inflation and a lot of people are afraid of inflation and what's going to happen with all the government spending and so forth. One of the best ways to help offset that inflation is to not have debt. So if you don't have debt, when inflation starts to take off, you actually have more funds available each month to buy things that you need so that you can buy it this month instead of when it's higher next month or six months from now. And you can also reduce your lifestyle if you need to pretty quickly because you don't have that monthly debt payment. All right, so um, coming back to the volunteers. So we talked about the uh, volunteers and where you needed the most help was, was pulling the turkeys apart and getting them all ready to serve. So uh, tell us about that. What, what, how can people volunteer for that? So if you want to volunteer for a turkey fry, again, that's on November 23rd, and we will start at 6 a.m. in the morning, 5.30 in the morning, until 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So if you really want to volunteer, I encourage you to do it through our website, miraclehill.org forward slash turkey fry. You can see all volunteers' opportunities and time slots and all that, um, so you can sign up prior to the event, because we've had last years people coming in and wanting to help and we love that however the way to do it in an organized way where, where it's safe for everyone is to register first um and do not show up just to help because that yeah. that could cause some problems yeah people don't think about well i'm here to volunteer so give me something to do well that there's it's and then other people that uh, come to events and they are scheduled to come and then they find out that there's nothing for them to do. They don't like that either. So mm -hmm. so we don't want you just showing up and, and maybe not having any, anything to do at that particular moment. Uh, my daughter uh, was in charge of the volunteers for Salvation Army's uh, Angel Tree program in Nashville when she lived there. Huge, huge uh, deal they have in Nashville. So it's like the second largest Angel Tree program in the country. And she would have people do that. She'd have groups come in to volunteer and say, here, we're here to help. It's like, well, wait a minute. You know, we're not prepared for you. You actually have to you actually have to prepare for volunteers. Yes, you do. And you have to know what you're going to do and the attire that you need to bring in order to serve well and be protected. So that's why it's so important for everyone to register first. And actually, we received a few phone calls asking if minors can volunteer. And the answer is yes. 
um, if you're 16 or older, you can volunteer with a parent. So that's something very important as well. You have to come with a parent, huh? Yes. You can't just drop your kid off and say, here, have nope. fun for the next few hours. <laughs> <laughs> Put them to work. <laughs> that may not be the greatest thing I, yeah. I have to say. <laughs> you're not you're not babysitting, but you can certainly, and, and a lot of those kids are some of the best workers. You just have to have them supervised. Yes, and you know what? I think it's important for the whole family to experience something like this. Yeah. It is encouraging, and it's overwhelming to see the community coming together, being just so generous and thoughtful and just willing to help anyone in need. So that's a big blessing to experience and to be part of. So there's a, a SUV that just pulled up that backed in, and there the the adults are are um, pulling the the goodies out the back, and I see two children in there yes. handing handing that to them, and so it's it's good to get them involved, and and the more they are aware of uh, people who are less fortunate to them, the hopefully the more they'll appreciate what they have. Yes, definitely. So my son and daughter-in-law were just here with our three grandsons, and they spent. They went to the grocery store intentionally. Say, here's what we're doing. We're buying these for our friends that have needs, and so the kids got all excited about it, even though they're only you know, four and, and, and almost not quite three, and uh, and one and a half, twenty-two months or something like that. Um, but it, they get excited about that, and, yes. and hopefully it, it makes an impact in their life, even at such a small age, yes. young, young age. Yes, yeah. and we've had amazing food drives from different schools. Actually, um, Bob Jones Academy yesterday brought an incredible donation for the turkey fry. And just the fact that all these kids gather all this by themselves and told their parents and neighbors about it, it's just a big blessing to yeah. see the young ones doing it. Well, in this day and age when and a lot of people, uh, there's a lot of strife uh, amongst the different types of political factions, there's a lot of of uh, hatred seems like going on mm -hmm. boy what a great way to help offset that and, say, and give let's, back let's share with our our fellow uh, citizens who are not as fortunate as, as we are and, and bless them mm -hmm. definitely so what are the, uh, what uh, real quickly then before I let you go for the last few minutes of, of talking money so what are some of the main things that people need to bring Okay, so we said earlier that we are good on green beans for the turkey fry, <laughs> and we have plenty for other events and just meals throughout the season, but we are actually in need of turkeys. We still got over 100 turkeys to cover to complete our 650 goal, and um, we also need paper products, cleaning products, and I just heard that we are still in need of frozen pie shells. Uh, frozen pie shells. So on uh, that lady you talked to about that came yesterday and then went and cleaned out the store. Yes. Uh, so I guess if, if you are in, in need of a frozen pie shell for yourself, you better get there before America Hill person comes and wipes, <laughs> out the, wipes out that section of the store. Frozen yes. pie shells. Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. And honestly, we just really covenant, covet your prayers. We know that we do this for the community, for the hurting people, homeless community. However, we're not only feeding their bodies, we're feeding their souls. So that's something very important to consider and just to pray about as this, as we kick off the holiday season with a turkey fry, just for everyone under our care to understand the love of Jesus through every action that we take, through yeah. um, just giving them a meal or offering uh, a shower or something like that. All yeah. those little things yeah. that might be um, common and, you know, casual things. They're big when you don't have them. Yeah, so it's not uh, not enough uh, as a as a Christian as a believer in Christ. Uh, when somebody shares a need with you, 
and, and which we're doing right here to say, well, we'll pray for you. Well, it's important to pray, but God expects you to put some, some feet to those prayers. And, yes. and just, if you can do something about it, that's why we're telling you about it now. So we're trying to guilt you. Into yeah. Well, Jesus things. came to serve us all mm-hmm. and wash our feet and, and hands on stuff. So that's what we want people to do and to understand that it's not only something that we do to share the gospel, but there are other needs that need to be covered. And this whole thing is just to glorify the name of the Lord. So we need to get um, your prayers and Encouragement. And Encouragement. Kind of yes, yes, yes definitely. By. So, all right. So, lastly, where to, where to bring the stuff? So, we are in Keith Drive in Greenville at the Food Warehouse. If you put that on Google on or your GPS, it will take you here. If you take South Plessenburg Drive, it's right. I want to say you pass the Krispy Kreme yeah. and then you take next, left. Next light. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then if you're in the Spartanburg region, um, you can go to the Spartanburg Rescue Mission on Forest Road. So um, we will be there until 1 o'clock today. And again, if you cannot make it today, you can still bring your donation to any of these locations until next weekend. If you're bringing a frozen turkey, we encourage you to do it by next Friday because it takes around three days to thaw a turkey. Yeah, safely. 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 (laughs) You cannot fry them (laughs) if they are even cold. They cannot even be cold to fry them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. And there's a lot of fryers that get set up at Spartanburg Rescue Mission is to cook all these turkeys. Yes. The goal is to fry 650 turkeys. We are going to feed on Thanksgiving Day 5,000 people. And by the end of the holiday season, Miracle Hill will serve 100,000 meals. Yeah. Wow, that's just great, Yolanda. So thanks for coming on today to, to tell us about that. We hope that uh, you're encouraged by this and that you will put some, some feet to your, to your uh, uh, desire to help people and bring some turkeys and canned goods over here on uh, Keith Drive or at Spartan, Spartanburg Rescue Mission. So or more information at miraclehill.org forward slash turkey fry. And uh, you'll get all you need from that. So thanks, Yolanda. Thank you all so right. much. You're so back gracious. To work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And she's been working too, so that's good. All right. So we just got a minute left here. So I uh, had more thoughts about um, some debt and how to do that. Uh, and I think, um, you know, I, I want people to be financially free, have financial freedom, so that they can pursue the Great Commission, fulfill the Great Commission, and that's part of what uh, my goal as a financial advisor is to do for people. I want to help you do that. If I can help you in any way, 800-588-7526 or go to TalkingMoneyRadio.com. So you can always send me an email at Mike at TalkingMoneyRadio.com or give me a call, 800-588-7526. Well, thanks for listening to Talking Money today. Hope you bring a turkey by the turkey fry for Miracle Hill. Have a great week.